at that. That's a manual fade out. Look at that. Dude. I, I thought it'd be nice Gorgeous. to play a little bit of the intro music without all the crappy yeah, clips I've no, thrown that's in good. It. And the way you did that all by hand. I know, huh? It's yeah, like I no. know what I'm doing. Or yeah, now like you used to getting things done so, with your own hands. Oh, so. and at the end of the show, I think I'm just going to play the play the Art of Wars outro music. Um, cool. No clip at the end. I've had bronchitis. Ugh. I've had horrible things happen at work. Did, uh, should we have, do we have camera going? Or are we just oh, doing, yeah, I should do that, huh? Yeah, I want everyone to see my mock Steve Jobs thing that I got going here. I don't know why. I didn't do this on purpose. Someone said, I was at Starbucks. Uh, uh, goes, hey, uh, Steve Jobs. I'm like, hey, <laughs> fuck you. I wouldn't mind losing some weight like he did. but um, Well, when you die, you definitely yeah, no, lose a I'm lot of weight. slim down probably quite a bit. <laughs> um, I was going to say, I've seen a bunch of movies lately. Have you? I have. I don't think I have. Um, I saw Machete Kills. Oh, I haven't. That was so fucking fun. Period. End of story. I, that's one. That's one I definitely need to. That was definitely I fun. See. Um, what else did I see? I saw Ender's Game. Did you? I did. I don't have any interest in that, and I'm I'm not even not even from the what an awful homophobe that dickhead is point of view. Like I just don't I don't care about the story. Um, it How was, was it? It was, it was fine. <laughs> so it was, it was you know, not good. No, it's not that it wasn't good. It was, it was, you know, Harry Potter did a lot of great things. Uh-huh. Okay. Harry Potter did this thing that got kids reading and it, and it yes. opened up this whole. But it got kids reading before the movies. Yeah. But you know what though? But what it did was it created um i don't know well it, it encouraged people to 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 write for that audience to okay, write okay. for you know late elementary uh-huh, and uh-huh. middle school kids yeah okay that, uh what's that demographic I'm called not, now? i, don't, I they... hate the word tween no but, no no but it's um, young, young adult, adult young adult books okay that's that so, whole series that rejuvenated the whole, whole genre yeah th- i mean that's where you got things like hunger games and percy jackson percy jackson and, and uh, you know ender's uh, game spiderwick yeah and, all of uh, that stuff there were, um, a golden compass came out yeah, of that. Exactly. And so there's one other one, uh, Lemony Snicket yeah, books. That's and they, what oh, I was well, Lemony Snicket, I think, is a little bit different. It doesn't really fit fit my paradigm, so I didn't want to mention that one. Oh, fair enough. But but, um, but they made movies out of it that were targeted to that group. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, I think that I think actually Lemony Snicket aims a little younger. Yeah. Um, okay. I and really I, did, and they I were, did like they were, those books. Yeah, like, I, I like never not, read them, but not they the were, stories. But I mean, the books with the rough edges and <laughs> no, it was it was a, they look great together. It's like it's like unlike any other kind of books. And then Spiderwick, I think, kind of copied that yeah. small book style. But whatever. But that's they, fine. Spiderwick they, was all right. They did this whole thing where you've got a. I mean, and it's it's like total like hero's journey thing. Yeah. Hey, you've got this kid who's living this, you know, life. Okay. And then they realize that they're special. And then they go off and do something interesting and heroic yeah. and do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I really, unfortunately, um, 
you know, sometimes I'll watch a movie and my brain gets in the way of me enjoying the uh-huh, movie, uh-huh. like it did with Pacific Rim when I should have just shut my fucking brain off. And yeah. the second time I saw that there's movie, a lot of stupid shit yeah, in that movie. The second time yeah. I watched that movie, I enjoyed it a whole lot more because I didn't exactly. Catch, yeah. I didn't. I wasn't spending the whole movie going. Didn't they have like a better idea? Them, them some shiny robots. robots you know? there. So the second time I watched it, I'm just like, it's big. It, I, yeah. you know, we pick stuff up and put it down. <laughs> it's junk. Um, it's a junk food movie, yeah. and that's all it 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 shot for. And it did a great job. Yeah. And so what I ended up doing with Ender's Game was sort of mapping characters from Ender's Game uh-huh. to other types, to like to other. To other movies, you know, okay, like like okay. Harry Potter, ended right. up doing that. So you know, you've got the mentor, yep. you've got the friend, right. you've got the call to action, you've yes. got all of these things. You've got this. You've got the. Uh, there's the Draco Malfoy type character. You've got this nemesis. Yeah. You've got this big world saving thing. I mean, I I you know, Ender's Game has this really interesting thing about perception and manipulation and all that kind of stuff, uh-huh. which was kind of interesting. And I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Yeah. Um, but Julie read the book, and it sounds like the book did it better and more in depth okay. than I think the movie did. The movie was, you know, the movie was like, ah, it was fine. Okay, yeah. You hey, know? we got kids flying drones. I mean, yeah, I mean, Knock it, yourself up. it looked, it looked good. Okay, you know, and and like I said, it was it was fine. Like, and I've been saying this all year this year that there's been no movie that's made me go, oh fuck yes, I'm so glad there are movies. Yeah. You know, there've been a couple of smaller things that I've been like, hey, you know what? Much to do about nothing. Great, okay, yeah. Blue Jasmine, fantastic. I will say, I you think know? Ender's Game was was marketed wrong because I don't. I I mean. There's aliens, there's zero G battles, there's you got the training school cuz I know a little bit about it cuz I started to read it and then I'm like fuck this guy <laughs> cuz really he's such an asshole. Um and a lot of it reminded me of um pretty much any anime ever made that has little kids with giant robots and shit like that. But um they didn't play up the like Starship Troopers, Independence Day, there's an alien menace we have to fight kind of thing. That's true. I don't know. That's because that's because in, in the, in the first you know trailer, what? there's this it's... gigantic ship, and there's all these ships pouring out of the bottom of it like it's got massive Starship diarrhea, and it looks like an alien invasion. Yeah. And I'm sure that's what they tell Ender. That's what they do. And I, I am going to admit, I did not read enough of it to know that it wasn't, which is what I'm gathering from well, it, what you're we, saying. We'll talk about it offline. So <laughs> I'll give you. We'll go into more detail. I know that that this but, may but, be perception this may be a reality. Case where you no, don't I, mind being spoiled about it. No, I certainly don't is. mind being. Spoiled. So we'll we'll talk about that. But um, but in terms of it being, you know, a movie, it's just like, yeah, okay, that's fine. Um, yeah. Harrison Ford looks you know i've heard robust. a lot that it's like it's like he just he he tried to dial it in but he like phonographed it in nah, he's I, that I would, old. no he was but he, i'm really worried about him in star I'm, wars i'm not at all because he just I'm, doesn't give a shit i'm not at all and, and you know what i would i would tend to disagree in this he felt in it here i don't know why the fuck they had ben kingsley in it he you know i mean it is not so much that he was bad in it it's right. just like 
Uh, okay, Ben Kingsley's in it for you know twenty minutes or half hour, or whatever. Yeah. Um. So you know, it's like, all right, whatever. Like the trailer, I think, because you see a little bit of Ben Kingsley in the trailer. Yeah. And some of the promo stuff. It looks like Quickway. Um, yeah, and it's just like less interesting than that. So, mm-hmm. um, so you know, it it happened. Yeah. So the sequel was greenlit over the weekend, and then the final grosses came in, and they changed their mind. Oh, really? Yeah. They don't. I mean, is there more to the? Oh, yeah. Is it? It's a, it's apparently a massive series. Huh. But I don't know. I don't know I, that much I, about I it. Don't know I, about it. Honestly, if anybody um, wants to correct me or let me know what I don't know, that's fine. But honestly. This is one series yeah. of stories I just don't give um, a shit about. Hunger Games, I'm looking forward to the movie. I think it'll be fine. Yeah, um, it'll, that's it. It'll be fine. I don't understand the love for, for what's-her-face. Jennifer Lawrence? Yes. She has tiny little eyes. I, I like her a lot. I see her in I interviews. I don't. Why? Why do I, you? Because I think she's got personality galore. I, you know what? I have yet to see a role see, where she has that personality. She's... Um, As Mystique, I thought... Sh- sh- Great! Somebody got a awesome looking cardboard cutout of Mystique. If you, I, I mean, I like her as much as one can say personally. Like interviews and stuff that I've seen, yeah, stuff like that. She seems like she's cool, and so as a person, the roles, yeah. yeah, the roles that but she gets on are, screen. It's like, ugh. but you know what? It, I mean, it's like that. That's that's it's like Lucas directed her, but that's that's the roles she's getting, the roles she's taking. Yeah. Like when when she was in Silver Linings Playbook, she was awesome and animated and big and bold and brash and, and all that. She was in fantastic Hunger Games, in she's not. So well, she's no, because like, Katniss eh. isn't. No, she's a shitty you know? character. Yeah. And I mean, I'll be honest, in, in the Hunger Games, I don't know why they just don't fucking kill this girl. Because she's the symbol of the rebellion. But but you know what though? This regime, okay, has yeah. no problem oppressing these people. Right. Okay. Do you really how, how fine. You put a bullet in Katniss's head, yeah. fine. You're gonna have a few people rise up, you're gonna spend a few thousand bullets squashing that rebellion get your your prehistoric stormtroopers to shoot them down then that's it yeah that's that's all that's gonna happen that's that's one of the main problems that's that's what's gonna happen when i'm watching the second movie i'm just like just just kill her just you know stop fucking monologuing and shoot the bitch in the head yeah the the big problem I had with the books was the first person narrative. I hate first person narrative. Well, that's the narrative. thing. Once it's in first person narrative, you know that they're fine. They're fine. And you also have a limited narrative. Like they don't go to the Capitol, and you don't know right. what the president's doing. You don't get the yeah. inner workings. I mean, and the, the movies you get to and, see a little bit more of that. But yeah, the but only time, enough. the only thing that comes quickly to mind where a first person is sort of narrating the story, um, and then doesn't survive the story. Spoiler alert: was American Beauty. Okay. Okay. And that movie still works. You know, because you, yeah, you can always throw that in at yeah. the end because it could be no, because you also as you're writing, well, it could no, be like it, a diary. But it's I like, think I'm gonna go put a fucking bullet in my head at the at the beginning. I believe I haven't seen that movie in so long. Mm. Of American Beauty, I think he comes out and just says in the first like three minutes that he dies, huh. and then it sort of talks about the, what happens leading up to that. But, yeah. 
Um, that is that is a challenge, so, but of it works that, of that narrative. Style. You know, but it works. Yeah. So, um, but there are a lot of missed opportunities in the in the books in the Hunger Game books for for world building. There's yeah. no world building. It's yeah. all what she sees and her narrow minded, yeah. naive view of it because she doesn't know shit about it's how the world like works. It's kind of like how they ruin True Blood. Instead of giving us more of this world, okay, and all the all the weird fucked up shit that can kind of go on with vampires now existing in a world with people, you get a fucking, you know, showcase of every monster from, you I know. I want to say that True Blood was written first person, but that could just be but the, I don't the think audio books it was, that I heard with I don't the even, I don't think it was, it was first person necessarily. I just thought that the scope was too narrow when a wider scope could have been more interesting, mm. which is really interesting because it was produced and everything by the same guy who did American Beauty. Huh. That's neither here nor there. Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of there's so, a lot of stuff that has huge opportunities uh, that are. Just let me like, let me ask you this question: Thor opens; it's open now. Yes. Uh, no, tomorrow. Yes. Um, well, it'll, it'll be by the time this is. Let up. me ask you a question: Do you give a shit? Yes. You know why? Why? Guardians of the Galaxy stinger. Well, that's why I'm going. Do you know what's really smart though that Marvel is doing? Guardians like, of the Galaxy on Thor. Okay. No, but you know what they're doing? <laughs> no. What? Their stuff that happens in Thor, yeah, I guess is kind of a big part of um, what happens in Shield, like on the fourteenth or something. So, like they're uh, really they're really smart. weaving no, the movies good. into the TV show and the TV show into the that's movies, good. and it's just like, look, motherfuckers, we've got you. I was and talking you with see um, everything I, to know what's going on. So, oh, l- brilliant little backstory here. There's a man, Peter Flynn. He uh, has made a couple of documentaries. He's doing a documentary called The Dying of the Light, which is about the last theaters in America that are showing film. Uh So I did my piece. A couple weeks ago, he came back today to shoot some more footage. I'm going to be in the movie. Really? Because we're going to be like the last film theater. That's pretty awesome. Isn't it? Yeah. We just talked. He's a prof- he, he, he's a he's a teacher at Emerson. He yeah. teaches. I think it's film history. He teaches, and we just shot the shit about That's movies cool. in between stuff. And um, he asked. He's like, "You want to go get a drink?" I'm like, ah, "I got to record tonight. I got to talk about movies." <laughs> but he's like, he he enjoyed talking with me. I'm like, "Good. Can I get credit for your class?" <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was nice. We talked about um about horror movies and practical effects in the 80s oh, and through nostalgia you know, does anything change but i i we talked about marvel and how what marvel is doing really we we should look at and remember and watch because it is historic and it will never it will it, in in our lifetime in our children's lifetime what disney and marvel are doing is not going to be paralleled by yeah. any other studio you this can't. is absolutely unprecedented yeah. in the history of movies yeah yeah dc's trying a... they're, they're really starting to try i heard they they interviewed uh sif they were talking to jamie alexander to really? play wonder woman oh huh, that's interesting and i'm like I, I looked at the picture in the battle armor from thor 2 i'm like i can see it yep that's fine Ooh, excuse that's me. fine you know what else i saw huh i saw carrie did you? I did. I didn't have any interest in that. I did. And um, I came out of there going, was that PG-13? And it's rated R. Oh, okay. But it it's not rated R. 
No? They did not take advantage of that R rating. How was it, was it language? Was it It was wasn't it? certainly wasn't language. Huh. Um and it wasn't that I mean there was a lot of blood. Yeah. But it wasn't gory or bloody. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. when she finally goes ape shit. Okay, and we all know the story. The mood, the, right. you know, so no fuck you, spoiler people. But in the in the original, okay. it's it's like stuck in the school, and that's pretty much it. This is like the town, right? It it's like expands out it, from the you school. You know, she when because that was in one of the trailers. It's like they just showed me the whole fucking thing. Well, the thing is, I mean, it's it's not so much. Um, I think it's one of those cases where like the story is so well known and stuff like that that yeah. I I think it's not so much what the story is, but how the story is done. Okay. Okay. That becomes the thing. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Chloe Moritz always fantastic. Julianne Moore fantastic. Okay. Yeah, I always other think I don't like her, but yeah, I do. but you do. Um, the, Except when she's doing Boston, Boston accent. accent. But the nameless, right. faceless others are inconsequential. Oh, like the school. And school yeah, piece. and um, you know the Judy Greer shows up in it, and Who's she's that? good. She's. Um, she played the secretary on Arrested Development. Oh, she's Kitty. Kitty, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. And she's in it, and she's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, so, but it wasn't like the language wasn't, there was not, if there was an F-bomb, yeah. I don't remember. Well, it. it wouldn't have come from the mom. Okay, no. But it also wasn't. R-rated enough. Did they push the crazy religion? Yeah, they totally pushed the crazy okay. religion. There were like sharp scissors, but there was no, it didn't feel rated R. Mm. And I don't understand why. It either, like, it, it, it was almost like the rated R, like the R rating was a foregone conclusion. She's going to make the movie with the, with okay. the, that she's going to make and whatever, this is it. Or right. um she got an R rating and didn't fight it and didn't fight it yeah, because could see that. it could have made a ton more money if it was a PG 13 movie. And if they had to cut something yeah. to make it PG 13, there wasn't much that they'd have to cut. There's like volumes of blood, yeah. you know, and at, at the, the prom scene. Right. Okay. Um, but it's, it's really, you should watch it yeah. just for, you know, just for kind of reference sake and say, okay. Hey, I saw it. And, you know, um, because I don't understand it. And then I was talking to somebody about it, just like, Oh, well, you know, a woman director. I'm like, don't give me that shit because a woman directed near dark. Oh, that's a brutal fucking a, movie. A woman directed American psycho. Yeah. You know, and that's a fucked up movie. And zero dark 30. Yeah. So, and um, hurt locker. Those are all. Yeah. I think I'm talking about Catherine Bigelow pretty yeah. much all her movies. So did I <laughs> Wait, uh, who directed American Psycho? What was her name? Oh fuck. I know who it is. That's the thing. While you look it up, why don't we uh move on? But that doesn't matter. A woman director, that doesn't nah. matter. That's not a that's not a thing. Who directed the movie American Psycho? Did you say how much do Brazil nuts weigh on the moon? Sorry, I don't see any movies matching American Psycho using Yeah, could you not in interrupt? <laughs> Who directed the movie American Psycho? American Psycho was directed by Mary Heron. Thank you, Siri. How do you say her name for real? That's nice of you to say. <laughs> 
Uh, Mary Harron, H-A-R-R-O-N. Oh, okay. The voice sounds a little smoother on the five. Yeah. Not as, not as, oh, Scott's going to be, I don't, I don't know if I want to say, but happy birthday to Reverend Scott. Happy birthday, man. So what's that big question mark mean? Oh, I don't know. Did the camera go out? Maybe. I don't see the little green light on. Oh, well, there is no green light on the camera. Oh. Do I look pretty now? Oh, that's weird. Hmm. Oh, well. Huh. We used up all that bandwidth. I'm going to unplug the camera and plug it back in. That's that's weird. God. Um, and my wait, son. Wait, wait, Hold on. Oh. Okay, yeah. Sorry. My son Frankie's latest movie that he loves is Night at the Museum 2. Really? 2? Oh, that fucking movie. That's all right. No, it's not. It's not great. I've seen it twice. It's good, not great. Three days. Really? Yeah. <coughs> that's, uh, that's, that's, that's a tough thing. Did I tell you what my son Cole was for Halloween? No. What was he? We're sitting around dinner talking about what we're going to be, what they're going to be, and Cole, what are you going to be? I'm going to be an undercover cop. Okay. And he goes, yeah, I'm wearing my costume right now. <laughs> like, fuck you. <laughs> and that's what he did. He said, undercover cop. Fair enough. Plain clothes, plain clothes policeman. I'm like, I would not give you candy. He goes, well, it's a good thing I'm not trick-or-treating at this house. <laughs> oh, jeez. I don't know what happened to the... Uh... Fuck it, I'll just go to the logo. It was probably the uh, NSA. I don't know what happened. We're still recording. Yeah. That's really weird. Yeah. Anyway. And it, uh, so, yeah. So, yeah. So, that was uh, that was Carrie. So, um, uh, you should see it just because I'm sure that you can find it. Yeah, um, I'll wait till it's... That's one of those, like, I don't even want to bother torrenting the thing. Yeah. I'll just wait. Um, so. Oh, I saw Turbo. Yeah. The girls love the shit out of that movie. Really? Yeah. Even though it's Cars, Up, no, Cars, Ratatouille, and Bugs Life. Oh, nice. Mixed together. Cool. Basically. All right. It's all right. It looks really good. Ryan Reynolds is good when he does a voice and he's the main character. Paul Giamatti's his brother. Um, and I thought they, they, yeah. they handled his, basically it's a superhero story. It's an yeah. origin story for a superhero. And, um... It was. I, I liked how they gave him the super speed. And, yeah, doesn't and he sort of get? He gets sucked, sucked into the into blower the on a yeah, and the yeah. nitrous infuses his body. And it was, it was, it was, it was clever enough. Have you? I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Have you seen the trailer for Wolf of Wall Street? No. Doesn't, Holy doesn't, that shit! Doesn't interest me. We gotta watch the trailer. I have watched the trailer for the two trailers for the Lego Movie. Oh my god! Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yay, Chris now, Pratt. Seriously. Here's a, here's a question. Why is it real Legos? Why isn't it the computer stuff they always do? Who cares? It looks awesome. I thought that was that was a that was a weird thing. I think it looks awesome. Have you seen the new trailer? The second trailer. With Liam Neeson? Yeah. Doing good cop? Yeah. Hey buddy. Yeah. It's like, whoa, that's fucked up. Yeah. Uh I cannot wait for that movie. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be fun. Um, but Wolf of Wall Street looks awesome. Yeah, yeah, it really does. You got to see the trailer. Okay, it the, the, the Wall Street's like. Uh, no, it looks it's 
It's Martin Scorsese mm. and Matthew McConaughey is awesome. Okay. Yeah, you got. In fact, we'll watch both trailers when we take them. <laughs> so, or when we're done. So, whichever comes hmm. first. What else? Uh, the Captain America trailer I thought was really nice. That looks. Yeah, good. that's not bad. Different tone. Um. Hey, I started to ask. Do you give a shit that Thor's opening? I mean, besides the whole Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, thing? I I missed the original in the theater. I didn't watch it. I'm like, oh, Thor, who gives a shit? Because right. that was before Avengers was. Um, but Christopher Eccleston is the bad guy. Yeah. I like him. Have you seen the thing with Loki where he's talking to kids yes. about who's better? He shoves, he shoves the, girl. the girl. That's pretty funny. I think he's gonna that from what I've from what I'm reading, yeah. Um, he's like the best thing in the movie. Yeah. Because Thor's and I like, do like Superman. Him. Yeah. And I I think Eggleston's character is gonna have some connection with Thanos. It's gonna be this whole big because yeah. Thor kinda set up extra dimensional beings or or aliens basically thor's an alien yeah um and that opens the door for the chitari in the last scene and that dude with the two thumbs on each hand and so when the aliens show up you're like all right whatever yeah so like after this phase after ultron and we get we get uh dr strange and black panther and all that it's gonna be like magic sure fine yeah. whatever that's good so what do you think is gonna happen when robert downey jr says um okay i i have all the money yes um yes what what's next because well, if he decides if he wakes up one day and decides i'm all done yeah there's because you got to admit he's the biggest draw he is he is although ellen would still go if it was just thor and captain america i like chris evans i'd probably go he makes a good Captain America. Captain America's an asshole. Well, the, that's well, he's kind of like Cyclops. He's like, I'm the good guy. He's the Superman of the group, you know. <sighs> but he's a pansy. We'll get Robert Downey Jr. through Avengers three, three. and then at that point, Marvel should uh, uh, Disney should have all the money, right? That, yeah. That, that Robert right. Downey Jr. doesn't have. And they can go to Sony and say, hey, fuckers, we want Spider-Man back because we're going to put him in Avengers 4. And then that will happen and they'll buy X-Men back and they'll be like, money for everybody. Give us our shit back. Yeah. And then uh, actually I would like to see them get all their stuff. I'd like to see them reach an agreement for Avengers 3 where they fight Thanos. And you and get everybody. and you get you get Magneto. Hey, if and you can get all those characters together for Who Framed Roger Rabbit, no shit, then huh? you can get your shit together and make one big fucking Marvel Comics movie. Yeah, stop being assholes. Stop being greedy. Here's okay. Here's the trailer. Just, here's the trailer for Avengers three. Right? It'd be like Thanos. You know, that's just Avengers. Boom, Thanos. That's yeah. the that's the the right. by, the the byline on it, right? And um, he shows up. And uh, you have your established Marvel characters, right? Yeah. Thor, Cap, everybody lines up next to Groot and fucking Doctor Strange. And then Spider-Man swings in and the Green Goblin. Because good guys and bad guys have to team up against this. Actually, like, you're yeah. not going to fuck with Earth, right? right. Doctor Doom, everybody. Everybody powers up, gets their missiles out, guns, everything. And that's 30 fucking seconds of just nerd jizz all over the screen. And then, bang, Avengers 3. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and that's it. That, I mean, the, the, and then Marvel should just be like, all right, we're good. Here's a Ghost Rider movie, I guess. That's fine. 
But you could even do shit like that where you could hit are, a are rev of a me? motorcycle and like he peels in around the corner. All, all, and... all, all you need, all you need is like, you know what you do? <coughs> you you revisit the shawarma scene, yeah, right? Yeah. And all you need is one of them like putting a drink, putting a drink to their mouth, and then a web comes and takes yeah. it out of his hand. That's yeah. all you. That's that's the trailer. Yeah. Okay, and yeah. it will be all over the fucking internet. Nerds will die because they'll be dehydrated because they're you, gonna just come all over you, the place. They'll be you so bring Spider Man into the Avengers, yeah, and that beats Batman Superman. Yeah, in my book, for me personally, yeah. that is just hands yeah. down because that that beats Star Wars. Spider Man, oh, no, it doesn't. That's really close. <laughs> Spider Man is supposed to be like brilliant, like Iron Man level smart. And they're both sarcastic assholes. Yeah. They would be great together. Yeah. <sighs> but, the, I mean, how much of an agreement do you have to, like, like Fox, hey, Fox, give, a, give us Spider-Man. We'll give you 35% of what we make. Which is like a shitload it's of It's a $2 money. billion. Dollars. Here you go. the word shitload would be in the agreement. Yeah. The trailer would end with Fry holding his money, yelling, "Take, take my, take money. my money!" Yeah, that's the uh, that would the the meme is the end of the trailer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you'd have to do it in total secrecy. Nah, you never. You could, that. you could, you actually could do it with with Hugh Jackman, um, Chris Hemsworth, Robert Downey Jr., Andrew Garfield, and Ian McKellen. Is that his name? Magneto, Magneto, yeah, or Fastbender, probably yeah. be Fastbender, and just, just in a room, away from everybody else, just just Whedon and a cinematographer who yeah. he then takes out back and shoots twice in the head. Well, yeah, and you then, have to murder everybody then, on the yeah. set. <laughs> no, but you film it like like a week before Comic Con, and you don't even need special effects. All you have to do you put them in front of a green screen. You, that's all. You can well, not even that. I mean, you can build like a just a computer terminal, right? Yeah. And a, just have a screen. You can overlay some stuff. <coughs> and Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man there can say something like, "Oh, I don't know what we're gonna do. This Thanos guy is teamed up with fucking Death. <laughs> I don't know how we're gonna stop him." And he can get talking. Oh, Odin son says, "Blah blah blah." Look at my hair, and you know, cap, and you know, yeah. just. And they all come in from the black, and then Spider-Man Cap's drops like, down on, from I the ceiling. I have to move my car so I don't get a ticket. I can hit it with pansy. my shield, and it'll bounce right back to my hand. I'm a pansy. <laughs> I like Cap, though. They did make him kind of a badass in the trailer, where he jumps out of the plane without the parachute. That was nice. But you can, you can, fuck, you could even just have Sam Jackson calling people. Yeah. And just you know, actually, that that could be pretty interesting because you see, like, the Spider-Man glove pick up the phone. Yeah, it just like a, like a wrist thing where like the Shield logo pops up above it. Yeah, and you just cut. I actually saw this funny thing about Shield. You know, they had a couple of pictures of like different things that have the Shield logo on it. Yeah, super secret government agency puts its logo on everything, like the cars, the mugs, yeah. everything, stuff like that. Is kind of funny. Yeah, it really is, huh? Um. But they have to. They have to. Eventually, it'll happen. It has to all come together. Eventually, because, you know. Because they're doing this shit say, right. Yeah. 
you know, someone's going to say, unless they, unless what, 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 what is Sony going to do? Just keep all Sony's fucking, got is Spider-Man, right? They, they're just going to keep like, oh, okay. Well, who's, actually, who's going to be, who's going to be the popular teen boy in, you know, eight years, you know, I am liking their plans for four Spider-Man movies. So we got, we got Electro with a side of Rhino, like the James Bond opening villain, yeah. Rhino. And uh, then there's going to be hints towards other characters. And then the next one's, I forget, it's Green Goblin, I think, in the next one. But the fourth one, they're going to they're gonna do the Sinister Six. Remember I used to yeah. say they got to fucking yeah. do this, stop killing your bad guys because you got to get them. And if it's the newer or the older, it does Craven, Scorpion, Venom, Hobgoblin, yeah. the, whatever. Mysterio is, is in both groups. That's all yeah. that matters to me is that I get to see Mysterio on the screen. That's awesome. Because he's ridiculous looking. I um I read this, but that's brilliant. I mean, I read... if the dude's named Mark Webb, yeah, he should know how to make a Spider-Man movie. It's in his name. Anyway, I'll let you talk now. I suppose. What's up? Um, I read this article today about um jj abrams and like why he wants to keep star wars stuff kind of secret and why that may be really difficult to do given this day and age versus like when um like when star wars came out uh-huh. we didn't really know anything about it we didn't know anything about the world you know we knew well, when, there was when this the empire original one evil. came out we didn't even know they were making the right. movie because so, it didn't matter but, you know, you saw this movie and you didn't know what the Empire was. You just knew that they were assholes, you know? Yeah. You didn't know anything about this about this stuff. So he wants to kind of have that um that same feeling when seven comes out. Well, then he's gotta go be, with a totally original bad guy. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting to see what happens. I mean, it's gonna make I don't know. It's going to make like $200 million its first weekend. Yeah. And that's if it's just okay. Yeah. If it's Phantom Menace quality, it'll make $200 million Yeah. Because ticket prices will be that high. Well, it's just that people want to see. If it's good. If it's good, forget it. If it's good, it it'll will rule whatever. Yeah. It'll... it'll Put that James Cameron. We need, shit we need, we need, we need something better than Avatar as the number one money making movie. Yeah, I mean, come on, people. <coughs> I and was really that, hoping that's such a bullshit thing because that's all fucking three D money. I tried watching it again, and it's just so boring. It really is. Don't you start rooting for the bad guys? Uh, they're bringing him back for just... the next two. They killed him. They're bringing him back. Bringing it back. Whatever. I don't need to, but that's the thing now. I don't need to watch them. It didn't interest me. I don't need to watch it. Like like the Wolverine, right? Eh, I don't need to watch it. Actually, the, the most recent Oh, that's one what that Fox says. Fox also has X-Men. Yeah. So The most recent Wolverine. Did you see it? It was pretty good. No, I don't. I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I gotta, you know what? If you see it. Find the thing like that's on the bullet train because that's a pretty, yeah. that's a cool I scene. will watch it, but like I that's another one. Like, I'm not checking torrents to see if, like, a good copy's available or anything. It's like, eh, it'll show up on Netflix. I'll watch it then. <coughs> but all the all the Star Wars stuff, I've, I've ignored all of it. I've seen headlines like, oh, this is who's rumored. They're casting. They're filming. They're doing this. They're doing that. I'm like, you know what? Show me some pre-production artwork. Give me a subtitle for the movie. 
Give me something official. Put it on the Star Wars website. If it's not on the actual StarWars.com, fuck okay. it, it's a rumor. Oh, I'm not. I mean, I've... <coughs> I've been I've been seeing stuff about casting calls and casting this and cat. I don't, you know. Yeah, I'm not. I'll I'll be interested to see pictures of ships and cool shit that they're going to do with lightsabers because you know they will. Um, so I mean, it, I just I just I, mean, I you I'm, know I'm big on on story. Give me a good story, a good interesting story. Don't you know? Don't you use the Imperial remnant. You know, the last group of Imperials that 30 years later are hanging on. They should be gone. They should all be gone. Yeah. The Rebellion should have found them all like Nazi war criminals and either run them out of the galaxy and taken away their power or they've switched sides because they're military. I mean, okay, we can fight for you. That's right. But 30 years later, that's the, I mean, you have to go with the actual elapsed time, time, right? Because otherwise your because character's you, you age doesn't make why sense. Fuck Solo looks the way he does. And well, then players. we got to go 70 years, right? I don't think Harrison Ford looks that There's bad. There's some movies where he looks, in some interviews where he, like, it's like, dude, did you sleep last night? But if you looked at it, I saw Ender's Game. He didn't, I mean, he didn't. Yeah, but, you know, we worked with that John Canavan guy who's easily 25 years older than Harrison Ford is, and that guy can beat the shit out of me. Oh, John Can yeah, yeah, John Cannon is just you kidding me? He's like he's like a a, a muscle bound Clint Eastwood. Jesus, <laughs> but you know what Fuck I mean. That. You know what I mean. But it's got to be something when original. Chuck Norris gets in when Chuck Norris gets into bed. Did you see? He Chuck- looks under he looks under the bed to make sure John Canavan's not there. Especially now that Norris shaved his beard and he looks like a sixty five year old lesbian. Does he really? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that power was in the beard there, Norris. You no, fucking... his manliness was in the beard. I'm not a big one for the whole beard movement that's going on. In fact, I grew sideburns just to fuck that. I don't well, know. there was the beard thing for the Red Sox, and then now there's like yeah, but yeah, yeah no shave the... November for yeah. prostate but, but cancer. Beards, something like beards that. are a big thing. I think no you know? shave November thing. You know, it's supposed to be for prostate cancer men stuff like that. Yeah, you know, shave your balls. There it is. <laughs> But I don't, I don't, I mean, I read things like, um, you're not a man unless you have a beard. It's like, well, you know what? I'm not afraid to show my face. Well, so, you know, some women are Whatever. Men. You know, my wife doesn't like me with a beard. That's all I need to know. I, I, I can shave in the shower. It's fine. <laughs> Plus, my neck gets really itchy. I can't deal with that. But anyway, Star Wars, show me shit. Don't fucking talk about it. Yeah, they're talking the end of 2015 now. Yeah, told you. Yeah, told you. It's way too packed. Yeah, they would lose so much of their money if they opened up around Avengers and I don't whatever the fuck that. else is coming. Up. I'm sorry. It's Ultron. It's a huge thing, and there's way too many people our age that are like, "Fuck this shit." You know, today now. On the internet today, there was a, oh, Jar Jar dies in this deleted scene. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. It was somebody who cut shit together to yeah. make it look like that. Yeah. That's but, bullshit. But you've noticed, you've seen the toys that are out and everything and everything that's available, and they've scrubbed the fuck out of the prequels. They're gone. Yeah. They are not even a memory because fuck that shit. We want you to remember the original trilogy and how yeah. you used to feel and what Star Wars is and yeah. was. That's why this new Black Series line, the second one that's coming out of the, the six-inch figures, Slave Leia, Han and Greedo, Boba Fett. Yeah. 
iconic, three iconic things. I saw a, a t-shirt where it's just Han Solo, you know, with his arms open like that, and he just says, I know. Yeah. So I showed it to Cole. I'm just like, ah, it's funny, huh? He goes, why is that funny? I'm like... I've failed you. I, 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 I That's pretty much what I said. I'm like, who are you? Yeah. So we went back and forth. I, I told him, I go, man, he goes, oh, I couldn't tell who the picture was. Now I get it. I'm uh, like, I'm like, do you get it? He goes, I don't remember which movie. I'm like, it's from the best one. It's from Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> Princess Leia says, I love you. Han Solo says, I know. And I kept doing that, like throughout the whole, the whole, the whole thing, right? Yeah. Later that night, I'm just like, Frankie, I love <laughs> you. He goes, I know. I'm like, yes! Because Frankie's the shit. Fucking kid is hilarious. Girls told me that uh, this boy Cameron likes Star Wars. He was Darth Vader for Halloween. All right. Now they're fucking interested in the movies. And I'm like, no, you don't get to watch them because of a boy, you <laughs> fucking ass. By the way, Halloween makeup, awesome. Ellen did that. Yeah, I t- it's when I came yeah. in, I saw her just like fucking outstanding. You know, when you actually take the time... To do makeup, you get triple the candy from houses. Yeah. Instead of just throwing shit on. Yeah. Now I, I like Halloween. No, I, I was don't. I was trick-or-treating through freshman year of high school because a big group of us would get together and I was a Ghostbuster and I made my own backpack with lights and fucking shit like that, right? So that was nerd. fun. I was. Whatever. But when you're a parent and you're walking your five year olds around and there's a group of kids dressed like the people from Shaun of the Dead, and they're clearly 15 years old. It's like, yeah, I should have stopped before that. So should have you. But I did want to go, you got some red on you there. But I didn't. Cause <sighs> one, I, guy, one guy came into Starbucks, and he was full, like, camo and, like, really, really cool makeup. Yeah. So I just like, hey, I, I'm like, you got a little something. Oh, you didn't go with the, oh, I didn't see you there? Yeah. No, fucking <laughs> camouflage in the... In, yeah, in town just looks dumb. Yeah, but um, for anybody that doesn't didn't see, uh, Ripley was Abby Abominable, the daughter of the Abominable Snowman uh, from Monster High, and Nova was Skeleta Calaveras, which I guess translates her first name translates roughly to uh, Little Skeleton. Really? Because the doll actually is shorter than the rest. Abby is the one of the taller dolls, and Skeleta is one of the shorter ones. And Skeleta is Day of the Dead. Uh, sugar skull makeup, and she had a black wig with orange. And I found the right is what Nova thinks is the right necklace that the character wears. And you know, store bought costumes, but you add the makeup in, and it yeah, it, it looked it, it looked so good. It was um because like the white, it just looked so <clears throat> like I had to really get close to see that because because at first I thought it was like one of those kind of like those masks oh yeah yeah like, yeah like just a mask and, and painted up but uh, it looked really really good I left work they had their boo bash does your kids school have a boo bash uh, I mean, there was like a it's little like, it's like a don't wear your costume on Halloween we'll have a party for you on a different day there was so, a there was a little gathering but yeah nothing. Ellen did the makeup took him to school I left work I got to the school and I, I knew who they were going to be. Yeah. And Nova walked out from behind other people. And granted, she's three feet tall, but her face with the makeup, with the black around the yeah. eyes and the blue, she looked 15. <laughs> it was really weird. And I just kept staring at her like, this is, I can't process it in my yeah. head. But um, yeah. And then it was even weirder 
on Halloween night when I took a couple pictures, we took the wig off of her, and she just had the blonde hair, and I'm like, well, that's Harley Quinn on Halloween pretty much right there. My daughter's a psychopath. But the makeup, it was, uh, she's not really, um, it was a, it was a kit with a bunch of different colors that you can yeah. mix together. It wasn't, it, 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 it wasn't like grease paint. It was like a matte yeah. finish. Yeah, I've had but that stuff for film school a couple of times. It washes right off. Yeah. Like it just pushed water on the face and it's gone and it spreads. Yeah. One of the zombie movies we did for school, it was, uh, kids were worried that it wasn't going to wash off in time uh, for them to, you know, for it to be. And like you don't need. Remember when you used to need cold cream to get stuff off yeah. and stuff, and like just a washcloth, and it's yeah. like, boop, gone. So we're thinking next year, maybe we'll we'll all four of us dress up for the boot bash and do that makeup on all of us, and they can put roses in their hair and stuff yeah. like that. Because you know, I have kids now. I can we can dress as a family. Yeah, so be all right. We should take a break. Yeah, fuck that. Let's just keep going. <laughs> But I have to pee. Oh, do you? All right, then. Hold on. Let me find something here. No, I'm done. Okay, good. (laughs) No, do you really? Yeah, I do. Okay. Let me see what I got here. I'll be right back. Well, you got to pick something. Um, The third one from the bottom. The third one from the bottom. All right. Let's see how that goes. Uh. Oh, I think you'll like this. Let's see. Oh, yeah. All right, we'll be right back.
some gummy bears. They've been in my pocket. <laughs> They're nice and soft. All right. You want to read this? Yeah. There's a block of text for you. Or do you want to do a voicemail first? Um, I'll read this first. Okay. Hey, Chris and Frank. This is called Misplaced Outrage. All right. Um, Hey, Chris and Frank. There's something going on with you people's opinions on modern video games. It's really getting under my skin. I was wondering what you guys think about it. I'm talking, of course, about the latest entry in the Grand Theft Auto series. Mm. I've seen so many articles lambasting this game as a, quote, cop-killing simulator. And that it corrupts our youth into violent killers that makes my head spin. Okay. I'm not saying it's not a violent game because it most certainly is filled with drugs, sex, violence, etc. The thing that bothers me is most of the people playing these things are most have I have almost nothing to say about the far more popular Call of Duty slash Battlefield franchises. Mm-hmm. Where GTA comes off as the exploitation of uh, the exploitation movie of video games. These war games are some of the most disturbing, gritty things I've ever played. Well, war is hell. Um, within the first few minutes of Call of Duty Black Ops 2, you get to watch a man trapped in a car that is on fire struggle to get out as he burns to death. Just an example of the many atrocities you witness during the course of gameplay. Hmm. Yet the newest commercial for the next Call of Duty shows a preteen talking about how awesome the game is, a game that explicitly says... Uh, for no one under 17. It's almost no press about these games encouraging kids to go out uh, to go out to kill in comparison to GTA's negative press. Why is that a game which is clearly not meant to be taken seriously gets so much shit while a realistic war game that gives you a bonus for getting, quote, headshots gets almost none? Mm. Now, I just want to make, make it clear I'm a fan of both of these games and I'm not slagging off either one, but the hypocrisy of the situation is just staggering. I'm also not saying kids shouldn't be playing these because I certainly did as a teen. If your kid's a dumbass, they'll be influenced by it. You should know not to uh, let them play. But certain political and religious figures organizing eerily fascist burnings of GTA without even mentioning the others is just misguided and frankly ridiculous. Mm. We'd love to hear where you guys fall in this debate. Thanks for a great show. And Chris, the audio books are great. Keep uh I uh, hope you keep doing them. P.S. Watch out. I just realized I used a horribly satanic Harry Potter spell in my email. Hopefully, it can release the demons on you guys uh, or turn you into a weird jack in the box. Dylan from Connecticut. Nice. Um, I have uh, one, one word. Th- I have one word that will explain why GTA gets all the crap. And Oh, I know what that word is going to be. Yeah? Because it's, it's one of two. It's one of two words. I know what that word is going to be. Go ahead. Um, I I am going to say racism. Oh, no, 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 no. Strippers. Strippers are awesome. But sex is the problem, not the violence, sex right? Sex is never the problem. No, for the religious people, the lack of sex is with, with, with consenting no, partners is the problem. Because they keep showing up. But I, I think that's that's a lot of it is, is what it is, is that people can act out these things that people don't agree with. Well, I also think that, uh, the but there are attainable things that people can, can do. But I also think that the call of duty stuff and the military stuff doesn't get called out on this because it's sort of under the umbrella of, you know, it's a war game. It's a game about war. It's, it's, um, while it is dirty and gritty and war is hell and all that kind of stuff, Mm. it's still, you know, that's the soldier's job is to go out and do this. Right. And that's, I did, that's what you're supposed to be doing. I do remember some press about one of them, and I, I, I 
stop differentiating between them a long time ago. I don't remember where you have infiltrated. Um, I want to say the Russian mob, and you're in an airport. Oh and yeah, you, and you can gotta, or can't cannot like, shoot kill people. Civilians. Yeah. yeah, and you can do it just like in 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 um, Knights of the Old Republic. You can go Sith, and you can instead of talk to somebody nicely, you can fucking electrocute them. You know, you can treat the authorian that's begging for food and getting beat up by kids like a piece of shit. Or you can be like me, and even though you're going Sith, be nice to him because hammerheads are awesome aliens. But, but here's the thing. You yeah. know what? I don't care if you bring it back to playing cowboys and Indians or cops and robbers when you were a kid, running around the street with your finger as a gun. Yeah. Okay? If you have some sort of a wiring issue that is going to make you, you know, shoot up a school uh-huh. or a theater. So that shit's going to happen whether you play video games or not. Crazy people. It's like blaming heavy metal for right. it. Crazy people be crazy, okay? Yeah. These games are, are they're a diversion for folks who are relatively well-adjusted, mm-hmm. okay? I played the fuck out of Manhunt to relieve stress, and Manhunt is basically a, a snuff movie simulation. I just, I just think, you know... Y- does you know playing Need for Speed mean I'm gonna sort of encourage the cops to chase me and then drive through a golf course? Yeah. No, would that be fucking awesome? Another yes, I, I but I know. live in the real world. An- the another another idea on this whole thing is that if you criticize the military, you're unpatriotic. But going to war and fighting and killing is legal. Right. Shit in GTA is illegal. So it's easy to get on that because that's exactly. illegal. So I'm taking a moral high point here. Yeah. Yo, you, uh, you know, yeah, have your other. Yeah. It's a fucking game. Fine. And what I think is hilarious, the religious folks who are, you know, buying the game and burning it. Yeah. You know what? That to, that to me is hilarious. Yeah. Because you're still giving them you're money. You're still giving them money, you dumbasses. Yep. So. Um, I wish, I really wish that if I ever write a book that people decide to burn it. Burn it. Because. Burn it. Thank you. I will sign those copies so you can burn them. Most definitely. Dummies. The signed copies are $5 extra. (laughs) Motherfuckers. (laughs) So uh, we have voicemail, you said? (coughs) Yes, we do. We got two. Um, Let's see what we got here. Frank, this is Merlin's master here, um, giving my first voicemail, All first right. time caller, if you will. Hey. Well, not really; it's an MP3. But uh, <laughs> you know, I, I know I uh, often go pretty long in my emails, and I I don't really want Frank to have to pull a you know Marco Rubio water lunge or anything. So I, I thought I'd be nice. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, so Frank, uh, a couple of episodes ago, you guys were talking about the uh, shutdown and how you thought it was both. The Republicans and the Democrats' fault. Um, I'd really like to know, like, what do you think the Democrats should have done? Do you think they should have just given away the Affordable Health Care Act and everything else? Or, I mean, I for one think that you know they did the right thing. They this is like I'm gonna, the first. I'm gonna hold on. I'm gonna pause them there. Okay. Um, um, I when I say it's it's both their faults. It's I mean the shutdown itself. I think the Republicans gave him the Tea Party pressure and stuff like that to yes. let this happen. Okay, but I think that the Democrats, if if you kind of look at the long game, okay, have not had enough of a backbone to prevent this situation. All right, okay. I think that I think that 
Well, so it's kind of well, it's kind of their fault, but we're not blaming them for it. That's how I see it. I it's think like you I guys think, knew I this think, was going to happen, but you sort of had to let it happen. I think that the Republicans brought it there, and the the Democrats didn't do enough to prevent it from getting to that point. I don't know if you they could have. Well, that, you, you know what? It, it goes back to what I said about when when the when, when the Democrats had you know they got the White House, they got both right. uh, both all of Congress, yeah. you know, and they didn't they didn't use it. I just think that the democrats are pussies and the republicans are bullies and 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 this was the first them, time they stood up to scott and, fargus and yeah, we'll see what and, happens and none of them none of none of them okay get anything done and, yeah and, and as well-intentioned as the democrats may be or i feel they may be okay uh and, I just don't think that anybody is getting anything done. Yeah. Congress as a whole well, yeah. but I is, don't, is useless. And pockets I, of positive, positivity like Elizabeth Warren, you know, is yeah. like useless, quite frankly. It's but, a thousand but we're not, points of yawn. But what we're, what we're not doing, at least I, I don't think I was, was drawing this equivalency between the two of them. Because it was the Republicans' idea to add 36 fucking things onto this thing right. that just you know, needed a fucking vote. Right. And they're like, just the, the Democrats are just, we, we just want to vote like you guys did with your old boss. So let's, let's, so. Yeah, so that's. We'll clarify before. That's that. Before, hopefully, he says what we said. <laughs> put their foot down since George W. Bush tried to privatize Social Security. So, mm. you know, good on them as far as I'm concerned. But hey, if you've got any other ideas, I would love to hear what they are. But uh, really what I really wanted to talk about, radical. Chris, was uh, this sound clip that you played uh, at the end of the show a couple of episodes ago. Uh, it was this guy who was doing this uh, TED talk about uh, you know the effects movies have on our kids. Okay, and he's talking about how you know The Wizard of Oz is this great movie that empowers women, totally fix our society. And that Star Wars will basically turn all of our boys into violent, brutal thugs. Now, I, I know that's a little hyperbolic, but, I mean, this guy really pisses me off. I mean, you know, either he's being disingenuous or he's got a really bad recollection of both of these movies. I mean, the entire point of Star Wars is that Luke can't win through violence. He has to basically reach the part of his father that's still human and turn back to the good side. In effect, it's love that conquers Vader, yeah. not violence. And even even Yoda says in Empire, you know, the force is to be used for knowledge and defense, never for attack. So did the guy even watch the movie? I mean, really. Also, the the Empire is basically led by pretty much mostly men. And yeah. the two main leaders of the rebellion are both women, you know, Leia and Mon Mothma. So. Right. Again, it totally disproves his point. Hmm. And now, let me get to the Wizard of Oz. Okay. Dorothy's only able to attain her goals by basically getting two people killed. I mean, what kind of message is that? <laughs> and then he goes on about, like, you know, what Obi-Wan and Glinda have in common. He's talking about how, you know, they're both wise experts that love to share their knowledge with other people and yeah, help no, reach their potential. Yeah. Of course, another thing they had in common is that they both willingly deceived and manipulated the protagonists exactly, yes. furthering their own agenda. So there's that. You know, and then he criticizes Star Wars for... You know, supposedly teaching kids that the hero, you know, can win by going it alone. And that's not true at all. No. I mean, nobody thinks that Luke could have destroyed the Death Star by himself. No, no, I mean, no. 
you know, nearly, you know, all of the uh, other X-Wing fighters that came with him all got killed. And Everybody that basically just got him to where he needed to be. And then if it wasn't for Han Solo coming at the last minute, Darth Vader would have killed him anyway. So yeah. if it wasn't for all of them, Luke would have never accomplished his task. And as if Star Wars doesn't hit you over the head with that message as it is, you know, in Empire, you know, he does try to go it alone. And we all know how badly that turned out. Yeah. So I, I keep asking myself, was he talking about Star Wars? I mean, because I don't know what Star Wars movies he was watching. I mean, maybe the Asylum made like a Star Wars imitation or something. And that's what he showed his kids. Solar Wars. You know, then he uh, drops this statistic about Solar sexual fights. assault where, you know, one in five women report being assaulted. Is it and the same I, I've heard this statistic yeah. before. And yeah, it, it is disturbing. Right? There's no doubt about that. Um, but what I love is that he, uh, he he says that he doesn't think that movies or music have anything to do with it, but then immediately afterwards explains to you how they do. You know, yeah. and then he talks about, you know, kind of like what his overall thesis was, is that, you know, um, we have to start showing our kids movies that, you know, teach boys that, you know, a real man is someone who trusts his sisters and stands up to the real bad guys who are the men who want to abuse the women. So, like, and I was just thinking to myself, you know, my whole time growing up, that's that's pretty much what most movies and TV shows that I've ever seen have taught me. So I'm not really sure why he's concerned that there isn't enough of those out there. Um, you know, but that's that's just my take on it. And then he talks about the uh, Bechtel test, which is basically uh, like a litmus test that uh, gauges how yeah. well a uh, women are featured uh, in films. And it does this by asking three questions. One, uh, are there two or more named characters? Uh, two, uh, do they talk to each other? And three, do they talk to each other about something besides another guy? And I wanted to point out why I think this test is bullshit. Um, and I'm just going to point it out by uh, giving you a couple of examples. Of Probably the same reasons why I think it's test. crap. Uh, examples of movies that have failed this test are all the Lord of the Rings films, mm-hmm. uh, Mulan, How to Train Your Dragon, yep. and The Avengers. Uh, movies that have passed the test are Transformers, Twilight, Showgirls, Manos the Hands of Fate, <laughs> yeah. and just about every movie Andy Sedaris has ever directed. That kind of gives you an idea of how well that thing works. You know, I mean, I agree with the guy's overall uh, point that, you know, I think we have to take a more active role in um, basically, you know, showing kids movies uh you know, that'll more effectively help them to be better people. But I think he did a really shitty job of explaining it. Eh, so anyway, I've, I've gone on long enough. Um, <laughs> I, you, you probably just put that thing in as an afterthought anyway, but, you know, when I no. was putting it, put it no. oil a little bit. And I just wanted to get that off my chest. Uh, but uh, I'm having a great time listening to the show. Uh, I will really try to make it to the live show more often. Uh, the commentary That's okay. was awesome. I hope <laughs> we do, like, a lot more of those. And, uh, yeah, so Merlin's Master, out. Peace. Nice. All right. Thank you. I was hoping somebody would bite on that because that Bechdel test is fucking crap. Oh, yeah. It's- here's, the, here's the thing. Um, American Mary, which is uh, a horror movie, and, um, oh, I had another one right on the tip of my tongue. Um, uh, uh, Silent Hill and Silent Hill Revelations. Oh, they passed the test as women talking to other women not about men um what the fuck does that prove not a thing. it's a stupid test it, it's i don't i don't 
get it. I don't understand what the point of that whole thing is. And I'm glad that he, he saw basically every point that I saw in that guy's TED Talk where I went, really? What the fuck? Yeah. Because um, I don't always throw stuff on the end of the show that I agree with. 99% of the time I do. Sometimes it's something really, like, ridiculous. But this one was kind of subtle where, like, if you're just kind of listening to it and doing something else, yeah. it's like, okay, yeah, sure. But no, Obi-Wan's a lying piece of shit in A New Hope. And yeah. so is Glinda. Yeah, Glinda, seriously, it furthers, you know, her, her, her agenda. Now she is, you know, there's what, maybe one more witch out there? Yeah. Yeah, and it's the one from uh, Sam Raimi's version, right? Or is it? I don't even know. It's very difficult to keep track. But yeah, yeah, Mulan, because she's in the army with a bunch of dudes. Right. It's the Bechtel test should have asterisks for things. Oh, God, it would have more asterisks than anything else. Because when you see Mon Mothma or, or you see uh, Eowyn or Arwen, like, they're in charge. They, yeah. they are... They 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 know their their place in the world, and it is a place that women in Lord of the Rings, like like maybe with the elves, it's different. But Arwen, um, Eowyn, yeah, the one from the Horse Town, yeah, you know, I am no man. That one, um, she she wants to fight, and the father's yeah. like, no, I can't risk that, and she's like, fuck you, I'm going, yeah, and that's great. And that's oh, that's how me. it should be. But like, so what? Wally's out because Eve's the only girl. I don't get it. Yeah, the only other female in that is the fat lady in the chair. So what? Bridesmaids and the Heat. That those are fine, right? Yeah. Because at one, uh, but that's the thing. Like, how much of it has to be about not men, right. and what does that matter? And what, what is that content? Because because so that, yeah, it's a bullshit test. Because like, if if, if Agent Hill is talking to Black Widow, but they're talking about what happened to Hawkeye, is that about a guy? <sighs> I don't. I don't mm. like it. I think it's 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 just stupid. I mean, if you if you if you look at Alien, I cannot remember a line in Alien that that Ripley delivers to Lambert where they're not talking about a male crew member, right? And the they, alien, the alien is, is about technically a, but male. Is it about a guy and like, but that's the thing. It just says about, about a man. It doesn't yeah, say so, romantically, romantically or or anything like, or that. Anything so, like that. It's just yeah, about well, a man. A, it's a Bullshit. Ash uh, Lambert Lambert talks to um, Lambert talks to to Ripley, and they're arguing about letting Kane. Not is it Kane? Uh, oh, the, the when me. he's got the face hugger on him, uh, argue, and they're having a like a three way argument with Ash about letting him into the ship past quarantine because he needs help. Right, but they're talking about him. It's stupid. I don't get it. Hmm. You know. Then there's Vasquez and Ripley and aliens. Sarah Connor. Sarah Connor's not a not a strong character in the first Terminator. Because no, no, no. she talks to her roommate about her boyfriend. And then there's no other women in that movie. Yeah, there really isn't. 
Did we have another voicemail? Yes. Thank you, Marilyn's Master, for that. And yeah. that, that is something I could go on and on about. I think the guy did the talk because he's he he, he just had a daughter. <laughs> uh, and I think that's what that it's all that fear and everything just brought to light. And yeah. he he's trying to process bringing this innocent child into a world that basically just wants to take her innocence away. Oh, shit. Excuse me. And that's something I, I, I argue with myself every day about. For you. But anyway, here's this. Oh. No, wait. Hold on. <laughs> Let me not mute it. Let's start it again. Hey, guys. It's Rod Barnett again. Hey, uh, sorry I haven't sent you a voicemail in a while, but I did want to okay. check in because I've had this question in my mind for a little while, and this probably is mostly for Chris. All right. And for that, Frank, I apologize, but you can answer, too. Um, I'm not nearly the Star Wars fan that I was in my youth. Mm. Uh, to be honest, the prequels kind of punched me in the balls. I'll <laughs> say it. They punched me in the balls. I do not like them and cannot like them. Yeah. So... The thing is, that killed a lot of my love for Star Wars and my desire to hang on to things and worry about it at all, really. But I still do love the uh, original three films quite a bit. Mm. But there is one extra added thing, besides a couple of the novels, that I really love. And that is the original Marvel Comics series Uh that uh, adapted the first movie into six issues, which was a lot of pages and really nice. And then wonderfully, especially for a kid my age at the time, continued the story with new adventures. And uh, as a matter of fact, all the way up to issue 38, it was just all brand new Star Wars Mm. stories, and it was really fantastic. It was absolutely wonderful. And uh, that, of course, all came crashing to a stop with issue 39 when they started adapting The Empire Strikes Back, Mm. which honestly negated most of the stories that they just told. (laughs) So, of course, those stories that Marvel told between the two movies are not considered canon in any way, shape, or form. Mm. But I've just gotten my hands on them again, and I'm planning to go back and read them for the first time since I was a wee lad. And I'm really excited by this prospect, just flipping through the trade paperbacks of them. (laughs) The colors just jump off the page. Mm. And I really can't wait to reread these stories. The the green rabbit still stuns me. Anyway. Yeah, that and th- those comic books and uh, Alan Dean Foster's novel Splinter of the Mind's Eye. Yeah, neither of those can be considered canon no. anymore. And I was just wondering, Chris, what Star Wars stuff, which Star Wars stories that were told way back when, before the second or the third movies came out, and have now been rendered uh, moot, non-canonical, however you want to put it, not part of continuity. How's that? Which of those is your favorite? For me, it's definitely the Marvel comics. And I'm just curious what you think about the Marvel comics as well. Hmm. Thanks, guys. Loving the show. This is Rod, and I'll talk to you again soon. You had you, you had said you had found some of the old Marvel comics a while back, right? I have the... Um, I've got a two-issue. There's sort of a reissue type of thing hmm. for Star Wars. Okay. Which is probably a compilation of the original six that okay. did the Star Wars story. And I have, but again, those were reprints, but I have the original four issues of Return of the Jedi. Those oh, are the original, okay. Okay. like, first run things. 
Um, and then I have like a paperback book of The Empire Strikes Back. Ah. Um, and now I'm reading the um, the comic based on the draft. Yes. Which the new issue um, should be out this week, yeah, I think. This, this week, yeah, I, think I haven't read it yet. I'm going to wait to get it. like four of them together and then and then read them all at once. I flip through it and, and I'm like, oh, I know where that came from. Aquarius yeah, design exactly. that. I know it's, what it's that really, is. It's really fun. To, that looks like Lucas. It's, it's you know. so fun. Yeah, to uh, to look at it and see see things that you know where they ended up. Right. Like, so, oh, that's the original design for the Death Star. So, yeah, it's, it, it's pimple it, ball. It's a fun, you know. It's just yeah, fun Star Wars. Poem. I got um, I got for my birthday. My mom put together a basket of stuff, and it was a bunch of old comics that she dug up. And one of them was issue eight, and it was this like water planet pirate oh, yeah. type thing. And I I remember that because it was it was it was the we we didn't see a water planet till Camino and that was yeah. stormy seas and all that stuff but this was like spaceships on the water designed as boats and it was the artwork really really was like they got they got good guys on it cuz there was fluid movement through the through the pages and everything and i remember that stuff i don't remember what happened so much as like this water dragon or yeah. that yellow skiff yeah, looking ship. Yeah, I never ship. saw any of that stuff. Um, I know there were there were some Han Solo books, some Lando Calrissian books, but oh. I didn't read them until way long after. My father had an original first printing of Splinter of the Mind's Eye. I had, and it I was, had that book. It wasn't good. I had that even book. when I was seven. It I wasn't remember good. the only thing I remember about that book was the cover of that book. Yes, the Shadow of Vader. Yeah, the the glowing Kyber crystal. Yeah, yeah. Luke is Luke and Leia on the cover. Luke but, and ha- uh, yeah, Luke and Leia yeah. fell in love. And then there was another book that I had. It was like a Han Solo story with Chewie and something. I don't remember what the story was. Um. But I, I, I mean, Splinter of the Mind's Eye, that always seems to, when you have conversations about this stuff, that always seems to really stand out. That was before the before the holiday special, before, before all of the books. That was like, once Empire came out, that was like, that, the, was, gone. that was the dirty little secret yeah. for, for a while, because it's like, none of that. None of that really. Like, once, once, once you found out who Luke and Leia were, yeah. it's like, oh man, I read that, that's but they they went I, back. They, uh, I'd um, love to read it again. In Clone Wars, they they referenced Kyber crystals. So there was there was that. Um, yeah. There was something. What the fuck were we? Oh, it was the Yoda Chronicles. The Lego Yoda Chronicles. Grievous is stealing lightsabers to get a Kyber crystal to power a clone generator so uh, they could clone Sith. But it's it's the Lego, you know, one shot right. things. And like, okay, so they're pulling stuff in. That's fine. That make that that's good. I like the the Star Wars Lego stuff because it, it adds humor. It's pretty funny. Yeah. The, they actually are there's some pretty funny stuff in those. What was that but, the show that is I uh, guess clearly not gonna happen. Oh Detours is on the shelf. Yeah, Seth Seth bad. Seth uh, Green says it'll come out, but it's not the right time for it. No, it's not. and they sat him down and they told him pretty much the whole plan, and he's like, "All right, that's fine," because he said the humor in it it's not topical, it's universe based. Yeah, so, so wh- whenever, yeah. yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I I mean, since I didn't read the Han Solo stories, it would have to be some of the comics that I remember. I remember Jackson. I remember this one panel of Jackson like 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 jump kicking a dude in the face, and it's like, oh, Han's teamed up with a giant green rabbit. <laughs> All right, whatever. Yeah, that's fine. It's like okay, he, he he may as well, right? Right. I remember they introduced Lady Vader, and that was looking back, that's kind of bad. But she had a lightsaber whip. Which is something I'd like to see them kind of go with a little I bit, don't maybe. Know. I've seen some cosplay Lady Vaders. No, but this was like totally different, yeah. like character, different yeah. look, and everything. What I would like to see would be uh, a lightsaber where it can be like, um, like um, uh, Ahsoka's short blade, and then yeah. a regular lightsaber length blade, and then like, like a pike type blade, so like you can push people back with it. Yeah. Like like get a good distance. Have it be like like a big handle like Darth Maul's kind of thing. But one one thing yeah. I've always wanted to see with a lightsaber is there was this movie I saw, it was a karate movie I saw a million years ago. You know, one of those like you flip it through channels mm. late at night and it was the scene took place in like a little bamboo forest okay. kind of thing, right? Yeah. And like the good guy, whatever's fighting like a bunch of bad guys. And his weapon was a three-sectional staff. Okay. Okay. And just, and again, it's really close quarters in this bamboo kind of forest thing. Right. Right. And it was just, like, the choreography was just fucking awesome. It was probably one of the best fight scenes I've ever seen in my entire life. It was so fucking cool. So, like, I've always wanted to see almost like a three-sectional lightsaber, you know, where you've got, like, a solid middle, but the two ends... Yeah, sort of, you know, rotate and move and move around. You'd have to that be a crazy be, motherfucker to use that. I know, right? It would be fucking awesome, though. That could be interesting. It would look yeah. cool. Yeah. So, but that that was that's by far, and I there's no way I would ever see it again. So, but uh, but that was that was a pretty <laughs> amazing thing. The only other Marvel one hey. that I remember was after Empire was out. No, after Jedi was out, so it must have been like episode uh, issue like seventy six or something like that. Um, it was it was a, a return, the return of Boba Fett, where the Sarlacc spits him out because his armor's indigestible. The Jawas find him; he has amnesia. They think he's a droid because of the armor, because apparently Jawas are dumb and they don't know what a robot is. Yeah, they are. And. Um, uh, somehow he remembers what happens. I think Solo's there. I don't remember, but the whole sand crawler goes right back into the Sarlacc. Fuck scale, apparently in that story, but he ends up back in the in the Sarlacc. But as for for newer stuff, the uh, the only series, the first series I always recommend is the the X Wing series of books. Yeah, because that's fun. Because it's Wedge. Wedge doesn't get enough. And Wedge better be in these new fucking movies. General Antilles, you know, Admiral, whatever. Uh, you know what? And fuck it. Admiral Akbar can live to be 250 years old. That's fine. Bring him in there, too. Anyway, what? Were you going to... Do you have something? I do not. Oh, it's 11.30. Yeah. And I guess it's time for this. I guess so. If we must. You 
you haven't heard a new Last Rites on Are You Serious for three weeks now. And it's time for that all to change, boys and girls, because I'm back. kind of like beating a dead horse <laughs> last rites with reverend scott <laughs> i got my guns and bibles i'm gonna drink some whiskey and go uh, shoot me some turkeys for yeah. thanksgiving saying that <laughs> hey there chris and frank i know it's been a long time since you've heard from me but i'm sure you still know who this is fuck i don't know fuck it's reverend scott <laughs> and i know it's been a long time since i've been on the show with something new but sometimes that's life but ultimately who gives a shit well i was kind of hoping you guys did really <laughs> But maybe you only give a shit in the way that Frank acts like he gives a shit about actually meeting me, but then never shows up while I'm almost literally down the street from him. What the fuck? How do you mean, what the fuck? Well, twice now. I've been right there, Frank. Why? Are, are you scared of me? Does my reverendness intimidate you? I know it's not my height because Chris is taller than I am, and you see him every week. Maybe it's my eating habits. Nah, that can't be it. You put up with Chris's weird-ass diet. I only eat recycled shadows from uh, <laughs> non-sentient plants. Maybe it's just that Frank hates everyone. <laughs> Fucking goddamn motherfucking assholes. <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess I'll have to think about it and tell you what I've decided your problem is next week. And speaking of next week, guys, tune in to Are You Serious Again to hear Chris and Frank comment on how much they love my presidential political platform. No, that's bullshit. Get that out of here. Yeah. Hear Frank try and record a new promo for the show live. So, um, I'm, 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 I'm ruin that whole thing. Um, Frank comments on his first time receiving anal. Can I just say whether I liked it or not? Yeah. I liked it. <laughs> okay. Listen to Chris comment on ways that his life could be made better. But sometimes it's just so small, and having a bigger penis to work with would be, would be good. And finally, Chris talks about how he almost quit doing the show, and then uh, why he decided to continue. Why? Bag of dicks. All that and so much more that it'll blow your fucking mind. But until then, peace and love, guys. Fuck y'all, I'm out of here. <laughs> Show's over. <laughs> Show's over. Time to get lubed up. <laughs> oh, shit, I don't remember stuff I said from wow. three weeks ago. Oh, God damn it. Indeed. Why do we let that guy on the show? Well, it's that money he pays us. Uh, oh, well, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. We have to rethink our rates. Yeah. <sighs> <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> oh man, I did the um, I did one of the audio books with a stuffy nose, <laughs> but I kind of hid it by pulling a, a a little bit of an accent and talking weird. It was um, so for anybody that didn't download those, I'm going to tell you about them right now. 
I did one that was the horror in the museum with uh, by H.P. Uh, Lovecraft, and I did a whole bunch of music in the background and stuff. And uh, that was pretty good. I thought it would last through two episodes, but no, I read it in a fucking hour. Um, and then I did the next week, uh, The Crawling Chaos. Crawling Chaos. Yes. Uh, he likes his alliteration, apparently. <laughs> and then I was going to do another Lovecraft one, but a website I was flipping through uh, had um, nine of the best public domain stories. I'm like, public domain is awesome. <laughs> All right, let me look through these. And one of them was... F-R-E-E. Yeah. One of them was um, by an author, Peter Watts, and he wrote it in 2011, and it was um, based on the characters and situations from John Carpenter's The Thing, but it was written from the alien's point of view. That's interesting. And I'm like, and I started to read it, and I'm like, all right, this is, uh, oh, shit. Oh. Oh. Okay, I'm going to do that. And that's the one I did with the stuffy nose and a lot of wine. Um, <laughs> and halfway through, I kind of took on this accent from a movie we had seen earlier in this year. But it kind of, the way it was done, the way I did it, it kind of kind of rolled and was just kind of nice to do because it added a little yeah. bit of, I tried to get a little um, odd uh, emphasis and, and like, like um, cadence going in the voice that was a little off-putting yeah i don't know if it worked but i will say listening back to parts of it after i got through the initial how the fuck am i gonna do this and then i like hit a rhythm um the uh the ennio morricone music from the thing layered under it oh, that's cool sounds oh, fantastic yeah. like it just gives that feel to it and um I had watched the thing. I, that might have been where the tone came from, was just listening to the characters talk, because I watched yeah. the movie to make sure I pronounced everybody's name properly, because it had been a while since I watched it and paid attention yeah. to the characters' names. Um, but that one was a lot of fun. And uh, with the Lovecraft stuff, trying to find proper pronunciation of words that aren't used anymore, um, that was a lot of pausing and going back and trying to, pick up the rhythm of the sentences yeah. and stuff but for the one uh it's called the things because it's the aliens like like looking at the humans uh so those are the things that he has to right so that one actually there were a lot of times where i just went straight through paragraph and yeah. paragraph without having to pause and go back and and fix something and and that really helps i don't know if i could read something that like for that amount of time well, I like always out loud reading like that. I was never good at it growing up. It was very stilted. Um, but then when I learned how to read Shakespeare out loud, yeah, that kind of yeah, that opened up a whole thing. But yeah. then I still wasn't good at it because I would yawn a lot because my breathing was wrong. Yeah. Um, but then reading to the girls at night and doing voices and like making it funny yeah. for them and stuff. Um, and I kind of would love to do voiceover work, but I don't want to move. Um, so this you is the closest I'm going to get. You don't have to move. I know. I know uh, a guy. I, I would I would enjoy to get paid to, to do stuff like that. But this is kind of like practice. It's like, yeah. you know, if you guys don't like it, that's fine. Skip it. If, L- if you do like it, let me know. Lily started doing a voice the other day, like a twangy southern thing. Yeah. And it was wicked funny. <laughs> 
It's just cracking me up. <coughs> um, what was I going to say? I don't remember. You know how kids mispronounce words? Yeah. Well, we were talking about body parts, and Ripley mm-hmm. lifted her shirt up, and she said, and these are my nibbles. Like, no, only your mom has nibbles. Well. <gasps> Frankie, uh, Frankie is clearly <laughs> my son, because... For the life of that boy, he cannot say the word Snickers. No? What does he say? It's not good. I'm not allowed to say it on the show anymore. Oh. Yeah, you got to correct that shit. That's bad. Not when he's walking through CVS telling me how much he loves Snickers. He can't get Snickers out of that? Like laughing? No. Oh, that's hilarious. That's that's the wrong email. That's the wrong thing. I got to do this. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it's funny watching two white people walk around laughing about that word. I love (laughs) Snickers. (laughs) It's so good. Yeah. 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 It doesn't help that I'm walking right beside him just (laughs) laughing my head off. Hey, I got a quick question for everybody out there and you. Yeah. How come um how come I'm gonna I'm gonna pause this for a second. How come in Django Unchained, they just didn't go by Broomhilda? I don't know. Because okay. then the movie would have been twenty minutes long. Yeah, but racists like money too, right? I'm just checking. Snicker please. And I watched Jackie Brown, finally. That movie is awesome. It's a little amateurish in the camera department. I I love that movie. Do you know why I love that movie? Because it's just sort of like, it's just kind of comfortable. It's just kind of like, all right, yeah. It's the first time I didn't like Bridget Fonda. I don't think you're supposed to like her. Yeah. I will say, I will say, I would like to see him direct other people's stuff more because I think it really... It, Elmore Leonard stuff lent itself to his style. I thought that was good, um, and he was a he could throw his own little thing on it. But I would like to see him branch out and move away from the direct homage instead of you know what Jackie Brown was, which was in the vein of yeah. a black exploitation instead of Kill Bill, which is this scene from Lady Snowblood, this scene from that. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind that. I, I. I. I loved how it came together at the end. Kevin Smith's doing a new movie now. <clears throat> What's he doing now? It's called Tusk. I thought he was doing Hit Somebody. No, not yet. What's it about? Tusk. Yeah. It's about a guy who turns a dude into a walrus. Should have stopped with Red State. I don't know. I don't know. We'll I see. I don't know too much about them. We'll see. But I, anyway. I thought he quit. I thought he was done. I thought he couldn't take the... I thought he, his skin was too thin, and he couldn't take the criticism from people. I don't know. Apparently, someone gave him money to make a movie. Well, that'll do it. All right. Well, we'll be back next week. Uh, are you serious? gmail.com. Bye. Oh, that was the wrong button. All right, here we go.
Okay, like that's enough. No more talking.